Hey everyone, we love doing Locked On Cubs, but as we explore ways to do this on a more full-time basis, we are excited to launch a second show under the subscription model. Want more Matt and Sam? Well, for $5 a month, you could listen to us talk about almost anything and more importantly, support us as creators. Subscribe to Matt and Sam Unlocked at the link in this episode description. Let's get on with the show. Matt Chapman makes the Cubs better in 2024. Let's break it down now. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Best way to support the show is by listening every day on your preferred audio platform and by pressing like and subscribing on YouTube. We are inside 200 subs to 8,000 subs on YouTube. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Wednesday episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And a little birdie told me earlier on Tuesday that Uh, The FanDuel updates are happening next week, Uh, so that might be in our episode budget in terms of win totals, overs, unders, um, uh, certain things per player, uh, updated odds for the central, and uh, things like that. So something to keep an eye on as we uh, move forward. 2024 Cubs right now, I'd be really curious to get that over under win total, Sam, as uh, there's still, as it currently stands, a good number of holes on the team, both offensively and and on the pitching side. And uh, we're going to get into one of those dudes that I think, again, we're going to get into all the details and contract scenarios and things like that, but I think he makes the Cubs a lot better this year. All right. Well, I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited <clears> – <throat> You know, last year, right around this time, it's weird how how quickly time goes by because I remember doing our Hall of Fame episode last year, and I was very hmm. perturbed that Scott Rowland was an inductee. That's right. I don't, I don't know if you recall that, and I actually did I that did. episode from this very spot. It was one of the first ones I think we had done hmm. um, in in the new place. So um, I'm excited to uh, to get going and and hear you talk about Matt Chapman, and and then I get to be the bad guy, the bad cop, which I always am on here to tell you that it's probably unlikely it's going to happen, but that's what we do on this program you're the good cop everybody likes you and i'm the bad cop that everybody comes for that is and, the show dynamic yeah, isn't and it? so so i'm gonna have a sip of water um and, and you go in and introduce us to the platinum glove award winner matt chapman i think we need to start looking at the cubs for more of a 2024 lens i get that there's free agents available next winter there's trades there's different times that jed hoyer can strike 
But I really believe that the Northsiders can do a lot of damage starting March 28th this year. And I, I get it. Chapman probably wants four years at the very least. Um, I think they, you know, you should give them four years at the most, but we'll get into that in a minute or two. I, I see it like this. Who, and again, I get it in the comments and leave a comment below, but you're going to reference Matt Shaw. You're going to reference James Triantos. You're going to reference BJ Murray. You're going to reference uh, people I don't even know. I won't be referencing. I won't be referencing BJ Murray. And before you continue, well, people will mark my words. I don't appreciate when you do this. I am not telling you that I agree or disagree. I'm just telling you what Jed's thinking. Right. I'm saying you, the audience. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, and I think that, that, but I do think we're going to disagree on this segment, Sam. I do. That, you that's and I. fine. You don't have to flash your wedding ring. You know, we know. Right <laughs> now, the third base situation is this. And, and I love Miles Mastroboni. I would like him to be a... On the show every Friday, if it was up yeah. to me. Well, we might we might Coming pursue this season, that. and we might pursue that. Mastro and Madrigal at third right now, and Wisdom and Morrell are on the periphery. Sure, it's okay. Hmm. Matt Chapman is an established major league player who has been reliable. He's been consistent. He's had flashes of of dominance at times, especially with his elite play defensively at third. You mentioned he's a two time Platinum Glove winner four-time gold glove winner. He's only played seven seasons, uh, finished seventh in MVP voting in 18, sixth in MVP voting in 19, which I didn't know before I did my homework this afternoon. And the slash line last year, a take it or leave it slash line, Sam, 240, 330, 424, 17 home runs, played in 140 games. Uh, He was hitting like 500 on May 1st and then just plummeted. Uh, but interesting, he was 15th in baseball in hard contact percentage, yep. squaring the ball up 40% of his at-bats, and he also struck out less last year than his previous three years. He is a proven player who instantly upgrades the team. Your thoughts? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, agree with everything that you said. He's uh, basically- disagree, though. He's basically the opposite of of Bellinger going into this year. Bellinger, tons of success, not a ton of hard contact. Chapman, Chapman, tons of hard contact, not a lot of success. If Matt Chapman were to be on the Cubs in 2024, along with Cody Bellinger, and then then PCA would be on the team as well. Oh, you would have the great, you could, and I'm I'm not, I am not. No run scored. I'm not speaking in hyperbole here whatsoever. Okay, let's you could it. potentially have one of the greatest defenses in league history. Platinum Glove Award winner at third. Platinum Type Glove Award winner over at short. Gold Glover at second. If you move Bellinger to first, Gold Glover there. PCA may be the best one of them all. Somehow, some way, Ian Happ's a back-to-back Gold Glove Award winner. And then Seiya Suzuki's average over there in right field, and Gomes is solid. You look at the 2016 team that statistically was historically great. This defense would be better than that. Holy I agree smokes. with you. I agree with you with the offense. Unfortunately, I think Jed Hoyer right now is in the mood. It's it's a phrase that I like to use a lot. He wants to have his cake mm. and eat it too. What I mean by that is 
He wants to try and win the division, and he knows he doesn't need a ton of wins, 87 to 89. But he also wants to get another full year at the big league and minor league level to evaluate the Matt Shaws, to evaluate the Kevin Alcantara's, to see. And so to give four years to Matt Chapman, what that would create would be this, this overlap that I think he's trying to avoid. But he knows he has to put out a competitive team next year. So he's kind of walking that tightrope of, I really want to see what these young guys can do. Um, but I also know that I have to potentially win this division. And so he's trying to do both and it's very difficult to do both. And I understand why fans, including myself are frustrated that he hasn't spent a bunch of money, but that's kind of the conclusion that I've come to. Now there is one caveat, Matthew, and the caveat is the longer this takes. And I said this the other day, I think it might've been on yesterday's show, which wasn't our best. The longest this takes mm -hmm. the long, the longest, the, the whatever, the longer this takes. I can't even speak. <laughs> the more likely maybe somebody like Chapman says, I'll take a one-year deal with a team, with a player option for year two. Exactly. Just give me a big AAV. And big then AAV. Jed pounces quicker than you could imagine. You know, so maybe, 100%, that's, maybe that's the option. But I just don't see Jed giving him four years when I'm hearing, you know, industry-wide that Matt Shaw could be, you know, like somebody that got inducted in the Hall of Fame today that played that position. The second coming of Adrian Beltre. Yeah. So I think that's the best take. I agree with you, but I also don't want to set it up like, oh, they should, they should, when I'm not sure how realistic it is, but maybe the asking price comes down. The high AAV would be the best route to that. He would make it the most realistic. He would be the most ideal thing, but what is ideal in a Scott Boris world? Probably not much. Not wow. not having any of his players sign. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, well, that's what's ideal. Well, that would be a failure. And, and, and let's just really quickly before you elaborate. How bad is this for baseball that all these good players run signed? Montgomery, Snell, Chapman, Bellinger, Martinez, Soler. It's it's almost we're we're it's a laughable. Few, we're a few weeks away from pitchers and it's catchers. It's just a few weeks away. Yeah, and and the other thing though, Sam, and we've talked about it. Not only are they on their couches unsigned. But but there's not a lot of teams actually reportedly connected. No, I, it'd I be don't one know. thing if it was like this team's the front runner for JD Martinez. Not only is it not that, we don't even know who's on him. I think Blake Snell could be in a booth next year. <laughs> yeah, he might be working for TBS. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I just got done coaching um, a Apple, couple hours Apple ago. TV. I, and you know, on the other side of the curtain was a travel team taking ground balls. You know, they're doing Oh way, yeah, no, that's they're doing way more work than a lot of these professionals. Ideally, I would say a two or three year deal at a really high AAV with an opt out after the first year and if it's a three year deal, opt out after the second. Um yeah, that's that that's that's well well, I think Chapman would do that, but I'm not sure the Cubs haven't, you know, that would be tough for the Cubs to give them two opt outs. Uh, I know it would, but he you would make, really, uh, you really want Bellinger would yeah. makes the lineup so much better. Are you thinking? So I have to make a lineup graphic. Are you trying to buy like a jersey? No. Okay. I might get a Bellinger jersey though. Hmm. We'll okay. see. I haven't gotten a shirt. I think the last jersey I got was Schwarber in my, 2015. My, Nick got me a Nico Horner one for my birthday a couple years back. Wow. Yeah. 
So that's that's uh, the Chapman universe. Uh, the so what, what what's variety. our conclusion? Let's let's come to a conclusion. The conclusion is we both want him for twenty four. I'm a little bit more um, understanding of Jed's perspective, and you're kind of pounding the table saying I'm gonna I'm gonna move mountains and I'm gonna leave no stone unturned that he should be on this ball club. So let's see I what think happens. So yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Coming up next, Baseball Hall of Fame was released on Tuesday, and it's going to be more crowded than it has been in the past. Who was inducted? And uh, later on the show, Sammy Sosa, not in the Hall of Fame, but he will be in the Chicagoland area uh, in a couple of months. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here. There's still plenty of time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explorer tab, and you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays and so much more. It really is a great app. Again, MLB Futures, there's a few of them up there, but there's going to be more released uh, next week, as next week is the last day of January, which is crazy, and uh, we're getting closer to baseball season. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the LockedOn Podcast Network. We're back here on LockedOn Cubs, the 2024 National Baseball Hall of Fame class has been unveiled, and three new members will have their entrances to Cooperstown this summer. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, and Joe Maurer. Beltre and Maurer are first ballot HOFers, and Helton made it on his sixth try. Additionally, Billy Wagner missed out by... Six votes, and next year uh, will be, conveniently or not, his final year on the ballot. First uh, memories with this group of players, because this is uh, firmly our era now from this point forward. I'm going to pivot a little bit. Um, I would like to say congrats to the to the inductees. Billy Wagner should be in there, and I think he will be next year. Hope so. You know I can't have a Hall of Fame conversation without acknowledging that I personally, and look, before you rip me in the comments, my own father disagrees with me on this, and we've argued about it. So I know I'm in the minority here, so you don't have to rip me, I know. I just personally can't take these names and nominees seriously when Barry Bonds isn't in there. And and, and look, A-Rod, Sosa, McGuire, Manny Ramirez, all, but Bonds is the one that I just, I I can't. And so I just want to offer up a quick question that we could talk about these players really quickly, Matt. And I I know I'm putting you on the spot. I just a little food for thought here. A little food for thought. Is that the phrase? Yes. I understand that taking steroids was cheating. So I I get that. But what's a bigger competitive? Actually, at the time, it wasn't. No, but let me ask you this. What's a bigger competitive advantage? All right. Taking steroids or PEDs or playing 81 games a year for your whole career at Coors Field? What gives you a bigger edge? Oh, man. Right? 
I would think if you extrapolate an entire career at a ballpark that's offensive friendly, that might be the bigger one. The most offensive friendly. So the point I'm trying to make is yes. I I don't want to have this conversation, but you know, I've made my point. It's a great question. I I appreciate it. I thought of that earlier today. (laughs) It's really like, it's one of your best in show history. So you're trying to say I should tweet it tonight. I would tweet that. Yeah. Okay. After the show, I would tweet it. Uh, all right. I think that will get. A, I think that will generate a lot of discussion. All right. Yeah, and I'll probably get ripped again. Um, <laughs> as, as far as the as far as the players go, I I would say Adrian Beltre, great, consistent, solid third baseman. Right. Just just a really good you know like like, like an Aramis, but just a tear up or two every year mm. was just a tremendous player. Um, Joe Maurer, obviously one of the best catchers, kind of like Buster Posey before Buster Posey, but obviously, yeah. a much, but a much better pure hitter than Posey was. Um, and then, um, who's the third again? Uh, Todd Helton. Oh yeah. Helton. Right. Right. Yeah. Helton, just an unbelievable hitter, had some unbelievable seasons. Think he had like 371 year. Crazy. Um, and, uh, Billy Wagner should be in there too. I like all these players have, have good memories of them growing up. Uh, didn't realize that. Well, actually, I want to quiz you on the teams they played for. So I'll leave that out. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I do think at some point the Hall of Fame is going to have to be addressed one way or the other. Um, you can even throw like a, a Pete Rose in there, Sam. You know, where's where, what? You know, where's he? Is he ever going to be in there? Um. You know, yeah, that's right. You know, it's it. The list goes it, on and on. It's hard for me to take it seriously when there's so many. Right. There's so many exclusions. There's a lot of exclusions. The, some of the best to ever play the game. The best. And, uh, you know, the Billy Wagner missing out by six votes actually is so, – it's not more of a headline than the three guys that made it, but six votes is just – I mean, that type of gap is almost unheard of. So hopefully he gets in next year. Uh, Maurer and Helton were, were lifers with their teams, Twins and Rockies respectively. So I was wondering if you could name Beltre and Wagner's teams in their career. Uh, we could first do Beltre if you're up for a pop quiz. Yeah. Uh, pop Ranger, Rangers. Which was he played more years than this team. Dodgers. Right. And Mariners, right? Yeah, there was a one-seasoner in there. Let me think. 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 Did he? Did he? Can I get a hint? Is this like? Is this one of the OG franchises? Like one of the one of the one of the main ones? I think yes. it's like. I think it's. Is it Yankees or Red Sox? Yes. Okay. So I don't know which. I'll Red say Sox. Red. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Okay. God. Throw me a bone. How about Billy Wagner? Astros. Mets. Correct, correct. Yeah, I know. I know that. Um, Three more. Astros, Mets, Philly? Correct. The last two are hard. I think that might be about it. So he he did one season with the Red Sox, too. Oh, I have no recollection of that. And then he finished his career with the Braves, which I I had no recollection of. What did he retire in, like, 2011? 2010 was his last year. And he pitched well for the Braves, by the way. One seven ERAs last year. Really? One seven. Really? He was he not only was he not bad, he was dominant. 
Well, didn't he have a year that he finished like top five in the Cy Young for the for the Astros? Yeah, he struck out 124 men like 70 innings. His wow, ERA was like point nine nine. See, those are the things that irritate me in the trivia game. Like I, I should know as as a lifer. Billy Wagner had a great year with the Braves. I'm sure Scott. I wonder if Scott to cap his career. Scott probably knew that. I, I should have your known cousin that. Scott. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, he he was a, he grew up you know Nashville. They had the Braves main TV. You know, great trivia, right? Yeah, it was really good. Thanks again for putting me on the spot. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Coming up next, one Cubs player that should be in the Hall of Fame of both the Cubs and baseball variety, but is not, is returning to Chicago in March, but not for the reason that you think. Stay tuned. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today covers the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Search Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Sammy Sosa will be appearing at the Chicago Sports Spectacular on March 16th and 17th at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in Rosemont. The Chicago Sports Spectacular is a big show featuring autograph and photo opportunities with many athletes participating, and one of those is going to be slamming Sammy. Uh, Cubs fans are excited about this, and maybe he could uh, swing by Wilmette and give a PowerPoint presentation to the Ricketts on his way. Oh, um... Yeah, sure. You know, um, I'm I'm very pro Sammy Sosa. Um, I think he deserves to be in the Cubs Hall of Fame. Uh, Mark McGuire's in the Cardinals. Bonds has been honored in San Fran. Well, and they've worked in baseball. Yeah, there's no need. Um, but you know, we've we, we've talked about that, and you know, it'd be nice. Maybe we can get Sosa on this program. Oh, um, it'd be phenomenal. You know, that's something we could do because I could I could really you know rattle off a lot of his seasons and a lot of his great moments um well let's let's yeah i i certainly can try you know yeah well and i can try too we share a name chicago sports spectacular uh which is uh interesting name because you know the headliners for the chicago sports spectacular are sosa and then three names that you really you always associate with chicago right Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> wait, really? Oh, it's the really the Chicago Sports Spectacular. Wait, wait, can you explain to me and, and the audience what is this again? I, I wasn't. It's listening. like a big expo where you can get autographs and photos. It's it's a the tickets are actually not too much to get in, but like to actually get autographs and stuff. Obviously, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Mike Tyson, and Sammy Sosa's the foursome. Yeah, on the well, top I might tier. have to go to that. Should I we, love those. Should we go? I, I love those four men. <laughs> I mean, Hulk Hogan, you know, the, the biggest long-term draw in WWE history, only topped by Stone Cold at his peak. Ric Flair, the greatest pound-for-pound pound pro wrestler in the ring, maybe, in the history of the WWE. And, of course, Mike Tyson, the baddest man on the planet, uh, you know, wow. dominated dominated the late 80s in between two other Michaels, right? He he came after one Michael Jackson and came right before the one that we know well, Michael Jordan, the late 80s, mid to late 80s, Mike Tyson's world. And then, of course, Sosa, who, 
by far is the fourth biggest name on that list. You know your history, that's for sure. Well, I love those guys. Wow, that's great. Well, I can send you a link or something like that. To be honest with you, I don't really – I just know about Hogan because I'm a WWE guy. Right. Um, but, yeah, you know, I used to be a WWE guy. I don't really watch much anymore. I'm Quite a variety of names. 30 years old. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I, when I was a kid, I mean, Stone Cold, The Rock – uh, um, Flair, the Hogan's of the world, Undertaker, Kurt Angle. You know what I mean? Oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Oh, I used to love it. My parents took me to a Monday Night Raw in Chicago in like 2001. That's cool. My dad made me made us leave an hour and a half in. He didn't really like it. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. You give us he is a little too much for him. Twenty to thirty minutes, and we'll give you all things Cubs. The laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Shout out to the audio peeps, Apple, Spotify, and everywhere. Shawn Michaels. You get your podcasts. He's Sam Olver. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs. There is momentum happening here. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Locked On Cubs. And catch us live if you're in the Chicagoland area, Wednesday, February 7th at the Displays Theater. We're going to do a live podcast. We're going to do trivia, games, and a whole lot more, plus a special dinner and drinks menu. It's Locked On Cubs live in person Wednesday, February 7th at the Displays Theater. Tickets at the link in this episode description.